Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. God is a giver. What you stand to gain and what you are going to receive from God today is more than anything you can ever give to Him. By the way, what can you give to an omnipresent God, omniscient God, or you can go and give Him something? Omniscient God, omnipotent God. You are going to give him something. And I hear people say they are working for God. Can you really work for omnipotent? Somebody who has all the power and can do without you. So before God created man, God was and God is. So where were you? Where was even Adam? That is why he came and he asked Job a question. He said, before I formed the foundations of the earth and when I was doing all those things and taking all those measurements, Job, where are you? He said, I'm sorry, sir. Somebody lift up your hand and say, I'm sorry. Because there are many of you here, you have spoken more nonsense than Jonah. All those things about why me, why me, and God, I cannot understand. Why that happened to me and I can't understand. Why this and this and this and that. Now, sometimes you have to just apologize like Jonah. But I'm believing God that today you have to apologize like Job. Okay. But I'm believing God today that the Holy Ghost will descend upon you so powerfully. You will be carried in the flood of the Spirit of God. God is a giver. And the greatest gift he's ever given to humankind is Jesus Christ. Because that is how we were saved. Now, after Jesus ascended into heaven, the greatest gift God has ever given to man is the Holy Ghost. Can you clap your hands? Today you want to make the Holy Ghost feel like you want him, you want him to move. So anytime I mention his name, come on, just clap and just get crazy. Just get crazy. Just get crazy. Behave as if I'm telling you that Prime Minister Boris Johnson is coming or President Joe Biden is coming or President Nana Dodangwa Ekutuado is coming or President Buhari is coming or something. And those are just human beings. But God promised that he's going to pour out the spirit upon all flesh. And that is one of the most significant blessings that God has ever given to humankind. On the day of Pentecost, this blessing or this miracle was partially fulfilled. But I believe that apart from the day of Pentecost, you know, many people normally forget that the day of Pentecost, there were just 120 people in the upper room. And we forget that apart from the day of Pentecost, there are many, many, many revivals and many times that there was an outpouring of the Spirit upon people. Peter got up and said, this is that, which the prophet Joel spoke about. But it did not happen only once. The Holy Ghost fell. They, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they spoke in other tongues. And you will read other places of the Bible where Paul met the believers at Ephesus and he asked them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said, we have not heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And the Bible said, after he had laid hands on them, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit has been pouring on people. Major revivals have broken out around the world in various places sometimes the deluge of the holy ghost has been so strong in some of the places that the, the, it, it became what we normally call a revival so you read about things like the toronto blessing you 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 read about things like the azusa street revival and these are moves of the holy ghost that that took the world by surprise in this year of explosion where the Fountain Gate Chapel, EAM, Desert Pastures, and then Kingdom Agreement, we are believing God for 
the explosion i pray that today something will be triggered around the world something will be triggered in your personal life that you will never be the same i'm believing god for the holy ghost to fall upon somebody and the person who speak in tongues the whole of tonight i'm just believing god today that somebody will see visions and announce the visions throughout the night the bible said it shall come to pass afterward it shall come to pass afterward because the prophet have spoken about a lot of things and he says it shall come to pass afterward it shall come to pass some believe that it shall come to pass after jesus christ died and after jesus was buried and after he rose from the dead and he ascended into heaven it came to pass afterward that on the day of pentecost the holy ghost was poured out on the people some too even believe that this will be after the great tribulation when the great tribulation is gone and then the holy ghost will now come and then feel the people and i believe as for this one it's a big mistake and and i can see serious commentators of the bible and they really believe that they postpone this it shall come to pass afterward even until after the great tribulation and looking into the millennium but from the day of pentecost god has been pouring out the spirit upon all flesh and every one of us any time at all we get an opportunity for the holy ghost to be poured on us so the bible said it shall come to pass afterward that i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and when god pours out his spirit upon all flesh you and i know that the evidence of speaking in uh, the evidence of being filled with the spirit is speaking in tongues how many of you know that now that is just one of the evidence and we call it the initial evidence but there are a chain of evidences that show that you are filled with the holy ghost speaking in tongues is a good thing is the initial sign that you are filled with the holy ghost but after that you become a mobile dreamer and visionary he said and the, the outpouring of the spirit he said i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions your sons and your daughters shall prophesy so i'll be talking about prophecy i'll be talking about dreams and i'll be talking about visions and you can be clapping your hands so your hands can be clapping and talking now and also upon my servants and upon my handmaids in those days will i pour out my spirit so the whole thing is about the outpouring of the spirit and when the spirit comes upon us what are we going to do number one is prophecy but first of all let me emphasize that when god says i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh it, the bible is talking about the omnipotent and omnipotence omnipresence and omniscience of god because by the time god can pour out the spirit upon all flesh in america in china in russia in spain in bogatanga then you are talking about the omniscience of god you are talking about the omnipresence of god i must be able to stand in this building and look at the whole world as if i'm looking at the globe of the map of the world small like that that is a sign of a dreamer and a visioneer of the end time every one of us must be able to see things from a global perspective and i'll be explaining the thing for you to understand listen to me at this point when he said i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh 
and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions god just took you out of your limited environment that environment of just your head and just where you are sitting and just where your natural eyes can see god took you beyond that point and god said i'm taking you further than where you are number one he said you will prophesy you will prophesy the word prophesy is not hirababa 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 lord i am with you i am with you hirababa hirababa the lord is with you no that word prophecy if you look in the background of the word it actually means bringing forth the inner fruit the inner fruit of exhortation the inner fruit of prayer the inner fruit of instruction direction under the influence of the divine spirit so the holy ghost comes upon you and you begin to give directions you begin to give instruction you begin to bring correction you i will exhort i will i will i will leave prayer i will do things the the the, the whole of the life was just a life of prophecy and some of you are like that god is beginning to move you and you go into your office and you turn the place into a church and you you are speaking the word of god you are you are declaring the word of god like pastoron was telling us in the morning everywhere there was no day we would sit in a bus like 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 um what is the name state transport um, bus and we will not get up in the bus and start preaching because the thing was in us it was eating us up and before long you realize we just get up and say hallelujah and then some people are shouting keep quiet, keep quiet. Yedin, yedin. we too will look at them we say yedin. we begin to speak and prophesy and say things declare the word of god bring out the instruction of god now over here i'm not talking about just the predictive property um, prophecy that God is going to do this and God is going to do this and God is going to do this because as soon as you start going into the predictive prophecy some people leave themselves out but it is not just the predictive property pre sorry prophecy it is bringing forth the inner fruit that there is some fruit that is in you and that fruit must be brought forth so you gave your life to Christ after that you will see something is sitting in you a message is sitting in you you will see that God is telling you say something at a certain point you feel that supernatural force and power moving you to say that moving you to say that and the things you will say are very contrary to the things people think sometimes it can come against a whole religious block it can come against religious institutions sometimes it can come against a whole nation it can come against a whole group of people and that is why many times when the prophet begins to speak sometimes there's pandemonium because the people can take it and some will take it to be an insult other will think, others will think you've offended them some will think you've done something outrageous and they just can't take it but you are speaking words that people cannot understand like the john the baptist type of person you will be at the jordan and you are calling people brood of vipers who has warned you to flee from the wrath that is coming though 
false prophets are the people the bible at a certain point calls some of them the people that turn the world upside down and then they call them they said the people that change the customs and the traditions of the people i pray in the name of jesus christ that the spirit of god will come upon you you know what when they say prophecy prophecy is the time when you are saying things you didn't learn prophecy is the time when you are saying things you don't like even you don't like it prophecy is the time when you are saying things you don't even understand prophecy is the time when you are saying things that even make you yourself uncomfortable and you are saying things that make you afraid prophecy is the time when you are speaking things that look like a contradiction of your person prophecy is when you are standing there and you are talking about a university you are talking about a hospital you are talking about this and talking about that and nobody can see anything prophecy is the thing that associates you with an asylum with a mental hospital because people look at you and they think you are crazy but listen to me when the spirit of god falls upon all flesh apart from falling under the power and apart from uh, from from speaking in tongues we prophesy we speak a prophecy is when you are saying something from God the prophecy is sometimes when people are down and you are busy declaring that they are up a prophecy is when you look at a mountain and you said this mountain is coming down and you look at a valley and said this valley is exalted a prophecy is when you look at the crooked place and said the crooked place is becoming straight and you look at the place that is rough and you are saying the rough place is smooth a prophecy is when you are calling those things which be not as though they were a prophecy is when you stand in the valley of the dry bone and you say these bones can live and you prophesy to the wind and you say to the wind to the north the south the east and the west and you tell the wind to blow and the wind begins to blow that is prophecy prophecy bringing forth the inner fruit every one of us here who has the spirit of god upon you you have the inner fruit in other words you've conceived something for years then suddenly you start speaking so in my personal case maybe i conceived it around 1980 by 1988 oh sorry 88 is too far by 1983 84 85 86 i started speaking and i'm a young man speaking definitely when you are speaking they look at your size and your everything and they decide whether to take what you are saying or not and god told the prophet jeremiah he said before you went when i formed you in the womb i knew you and before you came out of the womb i sanctified you and i ordained you as a prophet to the nations i'm praying that the spirit of god will come upon you and today when i talk about the spirit of god coming upon you stop about those stop those little little things you are doing i'm talking about you standing and declaring god's agenda and mandate and he said your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams now that is very interesting because old men you are talking about people who have advanced in age you are talking about people who are tired you are, you are talking about people that are giving up N not giving up because they are discouraged but they have given and given and given and given until their bodies are even weak around this time of my life i am not a, i'm not seeing visions 
I, I may see visions every now and then, but around this time, Donatus, I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. And the good thing about it is, people, if you don't see the vision in the daytime, when you sleep, you see visions. When you sleep, you will see visions. So every dream of yours is invaded by visions. And God is coming to you and God is showing you things in your dreams. You have the will of God revealed to you as an old man. The will of God is revealed to you. You know the will of God. And apart from knowing it, you fulfill the will of God through divine inspiration. You see things coming to you. You saw me, I was sitting here today. And I got up and I said, Parash day. And I looked at another day and I said, the destiny day. So we are going to have the Parash day. When we are bringing the Parash um, people into the church and on that day I was sitting here and I saw them in my spirit and they were playing drums and some of them were preaching and some of them were singing and that day the desert parish will come into the church and they will take over the church I'm beginning to dream about when all those young people in their teens and in their twenties and in their early and in their teens will take over the, the, the world and then it came also for the destiny, child destiny that out of these children when I go there i'm not seeing babies but i'm seeing presidents and i'm seeing prime ministers and i'm seeing regional ministers and i'm seeing ministers of state and i'm seeing pastors and i'm seeing engineers and i'm seeing lawyers that is what dreaming is all about and he said i will cause the old men to dream dreams your old men shall dream dreams the spirit of god will come upon them and they will dream dreams ladies and gentlemen may i make you understand that the dreams are living mental image living mental images the thing sits on their mind it is part of them it is interwoven in their mind it's part of their thoughts is the way they think and baby if god didn't make you a dreamer you cannot dream at that level when they speak they look like madmen when they speak they are confused they look like confusionists when they speak you may think there's something wrong with them when i stand here now as a dreamer and 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 and, and you know these mental images they are so strong they are so strong we receive them whilst we are asleep but i don't think dreams come only when you are asleep dreams actually possess you until they become part of your life and superimpose on your mind superimpose on your faculties and your senses of knowledge the content of the dream or the will of God in the dream now becomes so strong it supersedes the way you think that is when you, you, you are just moving and you are dreaming and the dreams and the prophecies they come together because until you are a dreamer and until you are seeing visions you cannot prophesy so the prophecy is as a result of your dreams and your visions anybody who has no dreams and anybody who has no visions cannot prophesy you prophesy out of the visions and the dreams you see these dreams and visions are in you and then you begin to prophesy so you are walking about in a place like bogatanga and you are dreaming and, and you are dreaming and you are dreaming and i keep standing here and i tell you that this building is our desert parash I tell you that this building is the youth service. How many of you have heard me say that? How many of you have heard? Do you see the building is gradually turning into a youth service? Old man like Uncle Solo, what do you need this light for? You don't need it. 
me. Where am I going with this? Na mumu ti asonde mu nimse asonde mu no. Ye prepare adiano edi ama young people. Oh, yeah. So where are we going with all this light? All this light in the church. I don't, I, I don't fancy them at all. That is because they are not meant for you. Just like ripped jeans, jeans are not meant for you. These lights are prepared for crazy young people who will soon take over this place. And when they get light like this, and one of them is sitting behind them and they go, oh, then they go, bam, bam, bam. And you see three children jump on this place like kangaroo. Then you know they are really using the place. But I tell you, as for those of us who are old, we come into this building and we use our boredom to bore the light. You can clap your hands. So, I'm standing here and I'm telling you that this is a youth um, church. And I keep talking about Balungu, 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 Balungu. And I tell you that is where that thing is. Because you see, in the Balungu, I see crowds. I see people. I see it like a market. And I tell you, I see buses moving up and down and you you know people i see it in my dream the thing is constantly there sometimes i get up and the thing is like i'm seeing it is it is as if i was there and i wake up and i'm like oh it's just a dream but i understand that a dream is not just an ordinary thing a dream is the will of god that is in the future and God shows it to you. Sometimes it's in the present. And God shows it to you. At times it was even in the past. And God brings it to your, God, God, God brings it to your imagination. And the living mental images just take hold of your life. They take hold of your life. So you are sitting on your motorbike. And you are not seeing a motorcycle. What you are seeing is a car. What you are seeing is a car. There are times you are sitting on a motorbike and you know that this motorbike, this is not where you belong. They, they, you know that you, you, you belong to a Range Rover. Am I talking to somebody? The one who just said an amen. And, and, and you are sitting in your single room and, and, and you are beginning to talk and you are beginning to act as if you live in a, in a mansion. That is your dream. It doesn't mean when God says the old men will dream dreams, it it means young people cannot dream dreams young people can dream dreams also because old age does not depend on how many years you spend on earth only old age sometimes depends on your maturity it depends on how mature you are so the old people they see the dreams the dreams are long they are years so when dr martin luther king stands and says i have a dream and he said the dream is that one day the white man and the black man will be sitting in the same bus and traveling it looked like impossible it looked like impossible but that is what happened and i stand here and i tell you all the time bogatanga is the link between ghana and burkina ghana and niger ghana and mali and i'm saying things and i'm saying that there's a revival here and god is going to take the revival and meet all those nations and then somebody's like, so when is it going to happen? I don't know. By now, the people who should carry that fire and run with it, I may never go to Mali myself. 
But the people that will go to Mali are in my spirit. And they are sitting in the desert parish. And some of them are in the child destiny school. And it shall come to pass afterward. When I have done what I'm supposed to do, that the spirit of God will fall upon them and they will begin to prophesy and cross the borders. I speak upon somebody's life in the name of Jesus. May something supernatural take hold of you. May something supernatural take hold of you. But like I was saying, dreams don't belong to only old men. Joseph was a dreamer, but he was not a young man. Sorry, he was not an old man. He was a young man, Joseph. And he had a dream. And Jacob, at the time that he was even still young, he had a dream. I'm praying that you will not allow these classifications of old men and old women to determine whether you are a dreamer or a visionary or somebody who sees visions. So you can just walk out from here and say, well, as for me, I don't see visions again. I, I only dream. And then the young people to say, I don't have a dream. I can only um, see visions. What this scripture is just saying is this. That whether you are young or you are old, you will be dreaming and you will be seeing visions. Because you see, one of the things we are thinking is, if somebody is old, he will not dream again. He will not have a dream again. He will give up in life. He, 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 the, the person is old. And so nothing good can come out of the person again. You, you can get to a place in life when you are just about 72 years, 73 years, 74 years, 75 years, and you think life is over, and you are forgetting what you can do in just seven years, in just 10 years. So when the Bible said, it shall come to pass afterward that I pour out my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. When he says your old men shall dream dreams, what he's saying is that even at the time when you have given up, you will still be dreaming. More things will be coming to you. Sometimes I look at some of the things I'm dreaming and I'm like, Lord, but you should have given me this when I was 30 years old or 28. But people, the truth is there is practically nothing I'm dreaming about today which I did not dream about when I was in my 20s. And some of the dreams have persisted. Up till now, they persisted. And they keep coming and coming and coming. The only thing I can assure you is that the older I grow, the stronger they are becoming. The older I grow, the stronger they are becoming. But I came to stay here so that God will use this voice and gather the nations of the world and gather people from all the nations that KIA is represented so that we begin to see the vision and begin to see the dream and begin to see a revival. What God wants to do in the last days, the power of the Holy Ghost upon his people. And as you watch me from where you are, I prophesy the power of the Holy Ghost upon you. I pray that the Spirit of God will descend upon you like never before. Listen to me, people. Every preacher and what God has called him to give. Every preacher and what God has called him to give. Some preachers are called to give knowledge. Some people are called to give wisdom. Some people are called to give miracles. Some people are called to give, called to give signs and wonders. I know what I am called to give. Primarily, I am called to give the impartation of the Holy Ghost. It was Peter who said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give a thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And Peter was
was looking at a man who is a cripple and had never walked and he believed the man could walk he could see the man walking he could see the man leaping he could see the man going into the temple for the first time in his life and he said such as I have given thee I can tell you that in my calling the number one thing God has called me to release is the anointing the outpouring of the spirit and today I'm standing in the office in which God has called me I have seen the Holy Ghost fall on people around the world many 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 times and sometimes the Holy Ghost comes up to some people and 48 hours they are still unconscious under the power of the Holy Ghost I said to somebody right now receive ye the Holy Ghost let there be a deluge of the Holy Ghost around the world in the mighty name of Jesus come on shout an amen visions so the person is dreaming he's dreaming and he's telling you a university is coming many things will come to the upper east region but the most important thing is the anointing the anointing I see churches like mushrooms springing up coming up I see the power of God taking over oh somebody think the world is stronger than the church the world is not I see the church as a taking over church right now receive it in the name of Jesus it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour my spirit upon all flesh companies will be born in places like Bogatanga and they will take over the world I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.